Welcome to the Naked Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, nutritionist, Michaela Shifley, the founder of KJ Wellness. On this podcast, we'll talk about all things nutrition and wellness. We'll cut through the bullshit information out there, debunk health myths, interview health experts, and give you actionable steps to help you become the best version of yourself. So go grab yourself a nice hot cup of coffee and strap in to hear the cold hard truths about health. Welcome to the Naked Wellness Podcast, or welcome back if you've been listening to my other episodes. I hope that you're enjoying your day or your night whenever you are listening to this. One of my friends told me this quote the other day, and it was, everyone dies, but not everyone lives. And when she told me that quote, I really had to take a step back and be like, holy shit, that is so true, hey? And it's so true in the sense that we are in full control over what our lives are like and and who we become as a person. And of course, there are things in life that happen to us and bad things happen to good people and all of that, I get that. But at the end of the day, if you're not happy in your job, you're not happy in your life, you're not happy with your health, you have control over changing that. And more often than not, I hear people complain that they are unhappy. They do not like their job. They, They aren't healthy and they wanna be somewhere different. They wanna be some, one different they want something different in life and I fully understand that feeling because I used to be there too but it wasn't until I actually started doing self-development work that I realized that no one's come to do the hard work for you like you have to be the one in control you have to be in the driver's seat otherwise nothing's ever going to change and you're going to be stagnant in that same position just repeating this circle of you not enjoying life but you'll just keep doing the day in day out activities to get by And when she said that to me, that everyone dies, but not everyone lives, that is literally that. You only get one life. You've only got one mind, one body. You're the main character of your story. So make it a pretty good fucking story, right? It's really, really important that we kind of like sit with that and digest that and be like, okay, well, what do I want out of my life? Because there's no coming back and there's no take two. And one thing that really helped me was actually starting to really identify what goals I wanted long-term and short-term because my long-term goals when I first thought of them I was like they are so far out of reach but it's baby steps right and they can it can be really daunting to try and take that first step to be like well I don't know it could take me you know five ten years to get to that goal that I have but that's okay because the journey to get there is going to be awesome I'm going to take baby steps along the way and even when I think about healing my relationship with food I honestly thought the goal of me having complete food freedom was just out of the picture that's never going to happen to me Like, I just can't. How will I ever be able to eat out and socialize with friends without fretting over the menu or what I've eaten earlier that day or tomorrow? But it was baby steps. That was the end goal. But little by little, a little became a lot. And yet it was hard, yet it was daunting. But I had really clear and defined goals. So I knew where I was heading and I achieved it. And so that's what I wanted to sit down and really talk about today with all of you is how to set goals for your health journey. Because so often I have clients that come to me telling me that they've never been able to achieve their health goals before. And when we actually sit down together and we break down what was the goal that they were actually setting, it was never deep enough or it never aligned with their values. And so, of course, if this goal doesn't hit that pain point for you and you don't want it bad enough, it's so much harder to achieve. And when it does come to your health journey, like goal setting is so important because if you don't have a goal or your goal is just you know, a bit blasé, like, oh, yeah, I just want to lose weight. You can stay motivated for such a short period of time, but that motivation doesn't last. And when that motivation goes, it's so easy 
to give up on the journey completely. It's so easy to chuck that talent and just walk away and go back to what have you doing before. Because sometimes we think that there's some magical thing out there that's going to do the work for us. But these journeys aren't easy and you have to go through a very uncomfortable period to become comfortable and to get to that end goal. And there is a very clear difference between motivation and discipline because motivation will always ebb and flow. That goes for any area in life, not just health. And so you really have to cement that discipline. And if you are interested in knowing specifically motivation, discipline, and how to put that discipline in place, I've actually done a whole podcast episode on that. So make sure you go and listen to that one as well. But today specifically, I just really want to walk you through how you can actually set your own health goals to make sure that you are working towards something that you really want to achieve and so that you do actually achieve it because it's 100% possible for you to achieve it. Like I help help women heal their relationship with food to take back full control over their nutrition and their body every single day. Every single day that is what I'm doing because I have been there before where I didn't have that control over food, where I didn't have a healthy relationship with food, but I set those goals and now I've achieved it. And I help women to do the exact same. And the transformation that they make having really clear and defined goals is just incredible. Like it's so inspiring. So if they can do it, if I can do it, you can definitely do it too. So pretty much when it comes to setting your goals. Now I go about this a little bit different than maybe you've heard before when it comes to goal setting, because I really want to make sure that these goals, they hit a pain point and you know exactly what these goals mean to you. So first off, you want to start by picking your domain of health because we really want to get really clear and you can have multiple different goals, right? But for the sake of this, we're going to start off with just writing out one goal, because, but then you can go back and obviously do this because you probably will have multiple goals, which is amazing. That's completely fine as well. So to start off with, pick that one domain of health. So it could be your fitness, it could be your overall health, it could be your nutrition, your relationship with food, whatever it is, pick that domain. Then I want you to identify your values. So once you've written down that domain, now we're going to write down some values. And a lot of us can actually struggle with identifying our values because there will be things that we value in life that we are proud of. And there will also be things in in life that we value that we aren't so proud of because typically our daily actions will actually tell us what we value. So if you go to the gym every day, for an example, you may value your physical fitness. If you're somebody who smokes every day, you may value smoking. Even if you don't want to, you still that's what you value because that's the daily actions that you take. And it's completely okay to have values that you don't 100% agree with. The thing is, you're acknowledging them and you know them and that way you can change them and you can show up as that person that you want to be. It's pretty cool when you do that because, again, you're the one taking back that control. You're, you have the power. However, for the purpose of your goals, I want you to really just identify which values you want to be living like who do you what values do you want to show up having each and every day and so a few questions that i like to go through to help identify your values is what really matters to you like deep in your heart what matters to you what do you want to do with your time on this planet and because time is so precious and like i said you've only got one life this is it there's no there's no coming back there's no take twos of this so what do you want to do with your time What sort of person do you actually want to be? Because a lot of the time, it's so easy for us to be like, oh, I don't like this about me. I don't like that I do that. You can change that. You literally can change that. The mind is so powerful and you can train the mind just like you can train any other muscle in the body. So what sort of person do you want to be? What personal strengths or qualities do you want to develop? We are always learning, forever learning. Don't think that you know it all. Don't think that you 
you know, a, a set because you're never set. There is always something new you can be learning. There is always some sort of self-development piece that you could be doing on yourself. What do you want others to say about you at your funeral? I think this is a really, really important one because this kind of starts to identify of well, when somebody's, you know, standing up there at your funeral, what you probably don't want them to say, or you probably don't even care if they say it is, oh yeah, Michaela was the skinniest person in the room. And if you don't want them to say that, your weight shouldn't be a value because you want people to remember you for you, not your body size or the number on the scales or anything like that, right? But we spend so much of our time obsessing over those small things. So this is where I really want you to sit with this question. What do you want others to say about you at your funeral? So some examples of different values that might have could be things like accepting, adventurous, authentic, caring, self-care, compassionate, creative, encouraging, friendly, grateful, honest, independent, kind, open, mindful. The list could go on and on and on. So I really want you to pause this podcast, sit down. So you've now written out your domain of health that you want your goal to be focused around. And now I want you to list two to three values. Answering those questions again. So pause this podcast, write both of those down, and then we can come back and we can continue. So I want you to also think that I want you to identify these because it's really important that your goal actually aligns with these values. Otherwise, if it doesn't, it's really, really easy for you to actually start resenting your goals or resenting the actions that you're taking to get to that goal, which means that it's not going to last. So really, really important to write down your values. Now we're going to write out your goal and we're going to get really specific about this goal. We're going to write out this goal using the SMART method with a little bit of a twist. So the SMART method, so the S stands for specific. So do not set a vague, fuzzy goal. We don't want poorly defined goals here. We want them to be clear. A goal, a fuzzy goal would be like, I'll have a healthy relationship with food. Instead, you want to get specific. Like your goal could be, all right, well, I'll challenge one food rule every week. In other words, you know, what specific actions will you take? So I want you to write the specificness. Then we're going to write motivated by values. Is this goal and double check it, triple check it. Does it align with your values? Very, very important. Then A, so that's SMA is now adaptive. Adaptive Is this goal likely to improve your life in some way? So this is an interesting one because let's say weight loss is your goal. You want to lose five kilos. Is it likely to improve your life? And, you know, it's easy when we take a weight loss one to be like, yeah, five kilos, I'll be more confident. Well, actually confidence is a skill that's, that's learnt. It's not going to magically appear when you've lost five kilos. For you, in order to lose that five kilos, do you have to then constantly restrict? In order to keep that five kilos off, do you have to constantly restrict? Does it then make you anxious around social occasions? Does it make you, you know, think about food 24-7 in an obsessive way? So is this goal likely to improve your life in some way? Whereas if we take the goal of I'll challenge one food rule every week, well, you're strengthening your mind. You're physically proving to yourself that you actually trust yourself and that you can push yourself outside that comfort zone. And remember, actions will always speak louder in words. So yeah, 
that one is actually going to improve your life in some way because you are working towards healing your relationship with food with that goal. Then we've got R, which is realistic. So make sure that the goal is realistic for the resources that you have. So your resources could include your time, your money, your physical health, your social support, your knowledge, your skills. And if these resources are necessary but are unavailable, you will need to change your goal to be a more realistic one for now. The new goal might actually be to find one of the missing resources. You know, it could be to save the money or develop the skills or build the social network or improve your health or reach out for help, you know, whatever it is. But just really make sure that this goal is realistic for you. So if you are really struggling with your relationship with food at the moment, you know, telling yourself that you're going to challenge a food rule every single day might not be realistic mentally. But to say that you might do it every week is a lot more realistic for you. And then the last one is T, which is time framed. So you really want to put a specific time frame on the goal. So you want to get really specific with this, the day, the date and the time and be as accurate as possible because you want to be able to actually be able to measure your goal. So if we take the challenging the food rule one every week, let's say you say, all right, for one month, I'm going to challenge one food rule every week. I want you to now pause the podcast again and I want you to write out your goal using the SMART method, specific, motivated by values, adaptive, realistic, and time-framed. Once you've done that, we can come back. Because when we first put a goal in place, it's really, really important that you come back to visit regularly and you track your progress. So this could look like maybe setting a reminder to go off, putting it in your calendar, Both of those can really, really help. Sharing the goal with somebody else to try and keep you accountable. Be able to visibly see the goal. So, you know, put a sticky sticky note somewhere, write it up on your whiteboard, put it on the fridge, put it front page of your journal, whatever works for you so that you can actually see that goal and it keeps coming back to the forefront of your mind so you know what you're working towards. And then you really want to be able to track that progress. So let's say if we take the food rule one again, your goal is to challenge one food rule every week for one month. So you could write out, you know, the days that you're going to do that on. You could then write that into your calendar. You could then set a reminder to go off the day before, maybe the day of. You can maybe share it with somebody, be like, hey, I'm going to challenge this rule. Let's say, you know, eating out could be a food rule or eating out a specific food could be a food rule. Be like, hey, I'm going to challenge this then. Can you keep me about accountable? Want to come with me sort of thing. Being open about it is hard, but it definitely can help a lot. And it's really, really important that you note down what are the daily tasks and the daily actions or the weekly tasks, weekly actions that you have to do in order to meet that goal. So maybe if it's the food rule one again, maybe it's the fact that you actually have to make sure that you have that food available, that you've planned the rest of the day out, like you know who you're surrounding yourself with, all of those to make sure that you actually follow through with it. And there is actually an app that my friend shared with me as well, which is called Strides. And this app, when you put your goals into it, it's free, by the way, it shows you the progress from where you started to the end goal. And sometimes if you're a visual person like me, actually having that visual thing or that visual factor of that you actually are progressing and you can physically see that you're progressing really helps for you to continue forwards, especially if it's a journey of healing your relationship with food, because it is a tricky one in the sense, let's say you're 
on a journey where you are working on building muscle and you can actually physically feel and physically see that you're increasing the amount of weight that you're lifting. The mind works in a way where it really loves that positive reinforcement and that recognition of, oh, I can see that this is working, so now I'm going to keep going. Whereas when it comes to your relationship with food, because it is so mindset and it's so much within our head, it's sometimes really hard for our brains to actually acknowledge that we are progressing and we are changing and we are moving forwards because it's so great at putting ourselves down and it's so great at telling us everything that we are doing wrong. So having something like this is really, really great to be like, yeah, I have challenged you know a food rule every single week for three weeks and I have one week left. Like this is great because you might not be able to physically feel that you are building that confidence back up, that you are healing your relationship with food. You will eventually but it does take a bit of time. So being able to physically see that can really, really help on that regard. And just remember that little by little, a little becomes a lot. So baby steps along the way, set the goals really small to start with and build upon it. Because like I said earlier, actions speak louder than words. So if you set a small goal and you follow through and you achieve it, you've then proven to yourself that you are capable of so much more. And each time that you set a goal, it can get bigger and bigger and bigger. So just keep that in mind as well. So just to kind of recap, so what we've done is you have picked your domain of health, then you've identified your values using those questions. Then you've actually written out your goal using the SMART method. And now you've worked out what are the necessary like daily tasks, the reminders that you have to put in place to ensure that you follow through to meet that goal. So I really, really hope that this podcast episode has actually helped you to get a little bit clearer on your specific health goals and how you can achieve them and how you can really set them down and know and understand how you're going to plan, plan out your weeks, your days, your months to make sure that you achieve what you want to achieve. Because at the end of the day, you're the one in full control over your life and your ability to reach that end goal. So today's the day that you actually start to take that action to take back that full control. Because I tell you what, it is a fucking powerful feeling when you know and understand and fully accept that you've got control and you can become the person that you want to be and you can live the life that you want to live. So I believe in absolutely every single one of you to go out there and absolutely smash your goals. If you do have any questions, or you would like me to keep you accountable on your goals, then send it to me. Head over to my Instagram at kjwellness with three S's and shoot me through what your specific goal is that you have set for yourself. I would absolutely love to hear them, but I hope you enjoy the rest of the day or the night and I will talk to you in the next episode very soon, but until then you take care. Bye.